It's HSK Today, a weekly in-depth look at the Henderson Silver Knights and the AHL with your host, Brian McCormick. And here we go on a Thursday afternoon. This is HSK Today. Brian McCormick here, you there. Chris Chapman on the other side of the glass as we get ready to talk horse hockey and get you set for two more games this weekend for the Henderson Silver Knights as they're going to welcome in the Colorado Eagles, kicking off a four-game homestand to carry them into the All-Star break. Uh, great to have you with us. A lot to talk about. We're actually doing a live show. It's been a while. We've been doing a lot of pre-records due to the travel schedule, but uh, luckily the Silver Knights have some home hockey coming up, so it keeps me uh, sitting behind this desk and talking to you as things happen. And thank God we're doing that today because, well, there's some news that broke in Silver Knights uh, world about half an hour ago that is certainly uh, needs to be discussed. Head coach Maeve Iveros is returning behind the bench for the Silver Knights. A uh, massive uh, update, and we'll, we'll go a little deeper here in the first segment. We're also going to have Patrick Williams of NHL.com, AHL.com, Elite Prospects, friend of the show, and we've had on uh, several times before. Actually, he's probably our most recurring guest on this show, but there is no greater AHL insider than he. So we're going to have Patrick Williams in our next segment. Uh, and then in our third and final, we expect that we will have defenseman Derek Pouliot ready to join us as well on a jam-packed afternoon Coming to you from Lifeguard Arena. So let's let's dive right into it. Uh, again, the, the announcement made about about 30 minutes ago that head coach Manny Viveros uh, will be returning behind the bench. He has been out for about uh, a month and a half. I think it was, uh, I want to say it was December 7th, I think, where they announced that he was uh, going back uh, on the shelf as he had to undergo his, uh, his cancer treatments. For those unaware, Manny Viveros has been battling uh, prostate cancer since the start of the season. He got his diagnosis uh, before training camp uh, for the Henderson Silver Knights, was out for the first month or so of the season, came back for a short spell, uh, knowing that he was going to have to take another break to undergo the, the actual uh, treatment, uh, and he's done so. So, uh, and again, just to confirm the, uh, the, the history, uh, it was on December 7th that the Silver Knights uh, had announced that May Viveros was taking another planned leave of absence to undergo his treatment. So December 7th, he departed. January 27th, he is back with the Silver Knights and uh, is going to be with them for the duration of the season, business as usual. May Viveros releasing a uh, statement earlier today and uh, confirming that he will begin his or uh, resume his uh, position behind the bench this weekend against Colorado. Coach Viveros' statement Quote, I'm thrilled to be able to return to coaching and to once again be with my players and fellow coaches whose support has been so significant throughout these last few months. After recent tests and scans, my doctors have given me clearance to return to my full-time duties with the team, and my prognosis is very good. I would like to thank my families for their constant love and support. I want to thank my fellow coaches and my players who are with me through every step of this journey, and I am grateful to my medical team and the Golden Knights organization for their commitment and resolve in fighting this battle with me. Now I am ready to return behind the bench for the second half of the season and to lead this exceptional group of men towards the playoffs and a Calder Cup run, end quote. So for uh, Manny Viveros, as is the case with anyone who's undergoing uh, cancer treatment, obviously it's a situation that you, you continue to monitor, but uh, f through the, the recent tests and, and scans and appointments, uh, Manny Viveros has gotten exactly the news he hoped he was going to get. And with that, he is back to... On ice duty, back to full-time, you know, re regular responsibilities 
uh, with the Henderson Silver Knights. So that, that is a uh, just tremendous news, and uh, I'm sure for many in our audience, a, a relief as well. Uh, the Silver Knights, uh, it, it's been a, a trying first few months, and, and really a... Uh, I, I think this is a good time to step back, too, as we are getting back to, to normal in that sense. What a job the coaching staff as a whole has done. Now, of course, it's not as though uh, Manny Viveros has been out of reach and out of contact. They've been able to you know, keep him very much in the loop of what the team is doing, and he's had his impact and influence from, from afar. But this is a, a Silver Knights team that has been uh, short a coach and also with the COVID uh, issues that the, the entire league has had over the course of the last few months. You know, there have been instances where there's been two coaches behind the bench. New Year's Eve, Joel Ward and Fred Brathwaite uh, managed the bench themselves with uh, May Viveros and Jamie Heward both unavailable. This has been a coaching staff that's ha taken a lot of curveballs uh, this season and heading into this weekend and, and approaching the, the true midway point of the game calendar. The Silver Knights have a record of 17, 11, and 3. They've just gotten through the most challenging stretch, you could argue, of their season. And uh, right now sitting fifth in the Pacific Division, but uh, right within reach, Colorado, Bakersfield. There's a real cluster in the middle of the Pacific now and with uh, teams having all kinds of different uh, games in hand and whatnot. But uh, th this is a team that did more than maintain, did more than keep its head above water. They played good hockey and were uh, are right in that third-place conversation behind Stockton and Ontario uh, despite the absence of Manny Viveros. So uh, we've talked about the likes of, of Alan Quine and, and hopefully some point soon Leighton Ahak coming in, how these would be like you know trade deadline acquisitions, just uh, real real bursts of talent and energy that you could insert into the lineup at just the right time of year. Well, behind the bench you get the same because the Silver Knights get their head coach back and now they get to, to batten down the hatches and really focus on uh, what's to come, which they hope is going to be a, uh, a really good uh, seating in the Pacific Division and uh, a good playoff position when the spring comes around. But again, plenty of hockey to play between now and then, including a, what's going to be a really tough weekend against the Colorado Eagles. T to go back, let, let's uh, first talk about what we've just been through, which is a five-game stretch exclusively against Stockton and Ontario. And that's, that's a tough gauntlet to run, and you could really make a good argument that this is the toughest stretch of scheduling that the Silver Knights are, are going to face. And it's not just the, the talent of the team across the way because you go into the season knowing that you're going to play eight games against Stockton, eight games against Ontario. It was the, the fact that you were playing them bunched together as one. And despite the fact that they were playing against two opponents, again, it was Stockton on the 12th of January, then back-to-backs against Ontario, and then back-to-backs last week against Stockton again. So three games against the first-place team, two games against the second-place team in the span of a week and a half. And the coaching staff said, you know, it's two different opponents, but you almost have to treat it like a playoff series, that you have to have your best game night after night. You have to know that you're going to be playing tight margins. You're going to need to be strong defensively. And if it doesn't go your way, you're going to have to bounce back again. There's no there's no soft game in there to, to regroup and get your legs back under you. You need to be good every single night. And uh, I, think, I think there's two ends of the spectrum, and, and we'll talk a little bit with Patrick Williams on this topic. Part of the week, week and a half for the Silver Knights, probably a little eye-opening because they went into that we that stretch having won, I believe it was nine of nine of their previous eleven. They were riding high and and had surged up the standings, uh, and then they played the arguably two of the best teams in the Western Conference and brought back down to earth a little bit. I think we learned that the Ontario Reign have a high-powered offense. You need to go into that. I I don't know if you even 
can lock them down entirely because we saw an Ontario team put up 10 goals in two games, and that was without Martin Furk, without Jared Anderson Dolan, without Turcott, without a lot. Um, so, you know, they're going to come again. You're going to see more of Ontario, uh, particularly, you know, the, the road through the Pacific Division in, in a playoff setting. You're, you're probably not going to get through without having to face down either Stockton or Ontario. But Ontario, uh, even without some of their more noteworthy scorers, still an offensive dynamo. So for the Silver Knights, you decide, all right, can we defend? Can we shut them down? Can we get back to some of the... Uh, the basics that had the Silver Knights move pretty much halfway up the league rankings defensively. Uh, can you recapture that, or is it going to take something else? I don't think Ontario is a team you want to get into a track meet with. I think you'd rather play more of a grinded-out, suffocating style. Um, but that's something the Silver Knights will have to figure out before they see Ontario again. Against Stockton, they kind of figured it out a little bit. They played every game against Stockton this year, except for the 5-2 the win in, in, at the Orleans uh, in mid-January. Every game's been tight. Uh, and this past weekend was different when the Silver Knights dropped a 3-1 decision Friday night to Stockton. It was a 1-1 game with less than three minutes to go. Silver Knights got in some penalty trouble, and uh, Jacob Pelletier's overtime, uh, power play goal was the winner. That was the difference maker. For the Silver Knights, they did what they couldn't do against Ontario, which was to really follow through on that concept of, okay, this is playoff hockey. If you lose game one and you go down 2-0 the next day, you're going to have a hard time winning the series. There needed to be a sense of urgency to recover, recapture, and salvage something from this five-game gauntlet. And the Silver Knights got that on Saturday night, and they got it with Jonas Romberg's overtime winner. It'll be LeCision on the faceoff. And he wins it forward against... Gauden and it's carried out to Sarah by Rombjerg over the Stockton line. Right wing, Rombjerg cuts to the middle and fires, he scores! Jonas Rombjerg off the rush, he cut to the middle, put it off the pipe and in! And the Henderson Silver Knights are winners 4-3 in overtime! And that was a goal that obviously it's exciting for Silver Knights fans who are following along, but I, I, think, it, I think it's more important than that, I really do. I think for the Silver Knights coming through, if you go through that that five-game gauntlet against Stockton and Ontario, and you're one and four, and on top of that, lose four games in a row. And if you want to go a little further than that, they lost the last game in San Jose prior to that run, so that would be a one and five stretch. That's tough. Now we're in the middle of the season. You can recover from anything, especially when you're within, you know, arm's length of the teams in front of you and behind you in the standings. It certainly wouldn't have been something that you couldn't re recover from. But the Silver Knights needed to send a signal. You can't have a run like they had through the end of December and the first half of January and then go up against Stockton and Ontario and, and lay an egg. You can't do that. You need to establish that you are uh, a team to be reckoned with, that you can hang with teams that have had uh, pretty much uh, un unchallenged success this season, and more so than anything else to yourselves, that you're capable of righting the ship. And the, the Rombier goal was just the end of the culmination of that rising off the mat for the Henderson Silver Knights, who trailed 3-1 in uh, the third period with uh, time off the clock. They got a goal from Maxi Marashev off a fortunate bounce, a centering pass that ricocheted in off of a, uh, a Stockton stick. And then Sven Berchi, who had two goals on Saturday, and, and as he comes back into the lineup at full strength, uh, what a significant uh, addition that's going to be because he's had his first half of the year hampered by injury and illness. So so the Silver Knights, who had every opportunity to just kind of, you know, roll things up, get back on the bus and, and take their lumps and, and try to 
figure out their problems against uh, Colorado and San Jose to come. No, they they found a way. They dug deep, and they did what uh, they've done twice now, which is prove that in the t- arguably the, one of the toughest places to win. Uh, I'm not gonna say atmospherically because the Stockton uh, Stockton Arena is not exactly a bumping place, but it's a Stockton Heat team that plays exceptionally well at home. In that setting, twice now the Silver Knights have come back, gotten a game to overtime, and gotten two points. Uh, and, and that to me was uh, a win that that for the Silver Knights salvaged this last week and a half and reestablished, got their feet back underneath them. It has to be continued going forward, but they had a, uh, uh, the risk of taking a really ugly record out of this, uh, this defining two-week stretch of the schedule, and uh, they threw a pretty good punch in the last round uh, to, to get themselves right again. Now, as we look ahead, the Colorado Eagles coming in this weekend – and this is a Colorado Eagles team that is rolling. Now, the Eagles have leapt past the Silver Knights in the standings, just to give you a, a quick uh, sense of where everyone is. Colorado sits third. They have 43 points. Uh, Silver Knights sit fifth. They have 37 points. But there's a, a f- uh, the Silver Knights have four games in hand on Colorado. So, again, with the, the impact that COVID had on the schedule, there's, it's going to be a while before the points totals are truly representative of where everyone stands. But in terms of points percentage, Colorado's at 614, Silver Knights are at 597. So there are two teams that are close to one another, but they're close to one another because of what the Eagles have done of late. The Colorado Eagles are 9-0-1 in their last 10 games. 9-0-1. And uh, on a a more micro scale, they've won eight in a row. So it's a Colorado team that is absolutely rolling, and it's a Colorado team that's probably a little stronger than they were when the Silver Knights last saw them. At various points this season that we've seen the Eagles, they've been without Dylan Secura, the former Silver Knight. They've been without Jason Megna. They've been without Kiefer Sherwood. They've been without Martin Kaut. Now that the Colorado Avalanche are surging in the central on the NHL side, it's given the uh, the Eagles a little bit of a chance to get back to what they probably envisioned themselves being at the start of the season. So they do have Sherwood. They do have Megna. They do have Kaut. Uh, for Sherwood, he has a five-game point streak, four of those games, multi-point games. Jason Megna has ten points in his last nine. Uh, and Martin Kaut, a big body and a tough player to move. He was a first-rounder in 2018. Ironically, the one player that uh, Colorado looks like they won't have this weekend will be Dylan Secura. He was uh, called up by the Avalanche earlier today uh, based on the uh, the transaction wire on the AHL website. So Dylan Secura, who was not with Colorado when they made their first visit of the season during opening weekend uh, in October, he was with Colorado at that time. Uh, looks like he won't be available to them, at least not uh, at this moment, uh, for the, uh, the the second trip to the Orleans for the Eagles this season. So any fans who were excited to see the return of Dylan Secura, you might have to hope for some spring hockey. Uh, but But right now, this is a Colorado team that has tremendous firepower and uh again with that firepower especially again the likes of of Megna and Sherwood that makes that Colorado power play so so difficult uh to manage so for the Silver Knights who have had a few days to to recalibrate after their last game being Saturday in Stockton uh they now get to look uh, at another very good offensive team a very powerful scoring team even without Dylan Secura uh, a team that has Jordan Gross on the back end. He's a defenseman averaging better than a point per game this season. A lot to contend with on this Colorado roster. And what lessons can the Silver Knights apply from what they learned? Trying to keep the Ontario rain in check. A lot of that is going to be applicable 
to the Colorado Eagles this weekend in terms of uh, of minimizing chances, minimizing your own mistakes, and keeping a high-powered offense in check. So uh, plenty to discuss, and luckily for us, as the weekend goes on, we'll get to hear Manny Viveros' take on it as he is back in the fold behind the bench for the Henderson Silver Knights. We're going to hop out. When we come back, we'll be joined by Patrick Williams of uh, the AHL.com, AHL insider extraordinaire, and we'll break down the Pacific, the league as a whole, maybe some all-star stuff as well. Lots to discuss. So Patrick Williams straight ahead on HSK Today. Brian McCormick here with you on 1230 The Game, the Silver Knights Radio Network. Traffic Report is brought to you by Meineke Car Care Centers, 25 convenient locations serving the Las Vegas area. A note from NDOT, the southbound 15 will be closed tonight starting at 7 p.m. at Tropical Parkway in North Las Vegas. That'll be from 7 p.m. tonight until 5 a.m. tomorrow morning. Traffic Report is brought to you by Meineke Car Care Centers, home of the free towing. Having reliable transportation is important. For surprise repairs and maintenance, put your trust in the total car care experts at Meineke Car Care Centers. Free towing, lifetime guarantee on brake pads, and easy financing. Meineke, doing car care right. Are you aware approximately 15% of all babies have complicated births? Time to make a difference. Positively Kids is here to help. Hello, I'm Fred Schultz, CEO of Positively Kids. For over 20 years, our local nonprofit has provided care to thousands of children in Southern Nevada. Our mission is to help children with critical health care needs so they can reach their full potential. Please visit PositivelyKids.org to find out more about the services we provide and how they may be able to help a child you know or how you may be able to help us. Check out PositivelyKids.org. Lincoln Black Label is your invitation to a uniquely elevated automotive experience revolving around you, including pickup and delivery, premium maintenance, vehicle care, Lincoln Concierge, travel collection, and culinary collection. Finley Lincoln is here to surprise and delight you all the way through your effortless experience. Thinking Lincoln? Then think Finley Lincoln in the Valley Auto Mall, Nevada's only standalone Lincoln Black Label dealership. No money down to file a bankruptcy? That's right. At Fair Fee Legal Services, you can file a bankruptcy for no money down. Keep your car, your house, and everything you own and stop paying those high-interest credit cards and payday loans. Stop the harassing phone calls. Fair Fee Legal Services will file your bankruptcy for no money out of pocket. No money down. Get your life back for no money down. Get free, carefree, finally free with Fair Fee. Services.com. 702-703-3333. Okay, grab a pen and a paper because we're going to lay it on you straight up everybody wants to know how much a loan from dollar loan center really costs and it's way less than most people think Vegas, Reno, Carson City, Pahrump, Laughlin, Fernley. The DLC is everywhere. So check this out. Let's start with a loan of $500 and we'll do the math from there. A $500 loan at Dollar Loan Center costs $2.75 a day in interest. Again, a $500 loan will cost you $2.75 per day in interest. If you need it for a week, $19.25. That's it. No fees to apply, no penalty to pay early, nothing else. Critics want you to think you have to pay back two, three, four times what you borrow and it's simply not true. Please do your own research. Licensed by the Nevada Financial Institutions Division. Annual percentage rate of 199.99%. For additional cost information, call 866-550-4352. Certain limitations may apply. Loans are subject to approval. Hey there, sports fans. Come visit one of our bars down at the Pass Casino on Water Street. It's a great spot to watch hockey games or any sporting event. There isn't a better spot to watch sports, place some bets, play your favorite games, and eat amazing Italian food. To show how much we appreciate all of you playing down here at the Pass Casino, we're going to be having awesome sports giveaways all season long. We can't wait for you to come play with us. Come check out our newly linked players clubs, which links us to our sister property, the Railroad Pass. So remember, it pays to play at the Pass. 
When thinking of signs and graphics, from unique projects to everyday displays and wraps, let Quick Change Displays of craftsmanship create the ultimate customer experience, bringing your vision to reality. That's QCD, Quick Change Display. Let them be your choice. Vegas born since 1999, women-owned business. Proud partner of the Vegas Golden Knights and the Henderson Silver Knights. The 2022 Truly Hard Seltzer NHL Fanfare is coming to Las Vegas February 3rd through 6th. As the official fan event of the 2022 Honda NHL All-Star Weekend, Truly Hard Seltzer NHL Fanfare offers a once-in-a-lifetime experience to hockey fans of all ages. Join the celebration where you and your family can test your hockey skills, meet NHL legends and mascots, and take your picture with a Stanley Cup. For more information and to purchase tickets, visit NHL.com fanfare. We get a fair number of calls at Yes Air Conditioning, and we notice that a lot of those calls come on Monday morning. That made us think that maybe you think you need to wait until the weekend's over before you call. Definitely not. Yes Air Conditioning and Plumbing is open 365 days a year. We take calls every day, and we don't charge extra for weekends or holidays. So call us when you need us. Call 888-4937 or visit theyesmancan.com. License 71246 and 71233. The official HVAC and plumbing partner of the Vegas Golden Knights and the Henderson Silver Knights. This is JT for Grimaldi's Pizzeria, cold-fired brick oven pizza, a must-have for anyone craving great pizza. Locations at Boca Park, the Palazzo, South Rainbow, and Green Valley. Learn more at GrimaldisPizzeria.com. And now, back to HSK Today with Brian McCormick. Who the hell are you? All right, we're back on HSK today. Brian McCormick here with you. Uh, and we're joined now on the phone by AHL Insider, Mr. Patrick Williams. Patrick, how are we doing today? Hey, how's it going? Doing great, Patrick. I, I did the math today. I realize you are the most, uh, what's the right way to phrase, phrase this? You are the most recurring guest on this show. You are atop the leaderboard for appearances on HSK today. So congratulations to you. Your plaque will be in the mail. Excellent. Thank you. Well, no better time to have you on than uh, here at uh, nearing the midway point of the AHL season to, to kind of catch up on where things are uh, around the league. We'll start with Henderson. Uh, and, you know, you've been able to, to follow a lot of what the Silver Knights have done this season. Um, Manny Viveros now back behind the bench going forward was big news today for Silver Knights fans. Um, it, it's I wonder if it's as impressive to someone on the outside looking in what the Silver Knights have been able to accomplish this season thus far. Of course, the COVID circumstances that everyone is facing, but the fact that the the coaching staff has had to adjust on the fly to the, the Vivero situation throughout the year, and still the Silver Knights are well over 500. Oh, absolutely. I mean, right from, like, day one, uh, you know, with that crush of injuries that came uh, really even before the season started and, um, you know, a pretty difficult schedule in terms of opponents uh, early on and uh, obviously, you know, Last but not least, the Manny Bibero situation uh, to hit a young team like that uh, uh, so early. I mean, really, before the season even started, and it just has been, like you said, a kind of recurring theme. But uh, uh, full credit to what uh, Joel Ward and Jamie Hewitt have been able to do there, uh, kind of keeping the ship afloat while Manny has been out. And uh, now they're in a pretty good spot. I mean, you look at uh, kind of coming here to the second half or so of this uh, strange season and um they're sitting in uh, pretty good shape right now you know right uh, within striking distance of uh bakersfield and colorado so uh i think if you're a henderson uh silver knights uh player coach uh what have you i think you all things considered you have to be really happy with uh where things stand right now 
and so often it almost feels like a, a crutch when we refer to it this way, but it usually proves itself to be true that for players coming over from Europe, it takes a little time sometimes to get comfortable, sure. get their bearings, get used to the North American-style game, whatever cliche you want to use. If someone wants to make that argument, they've got a pretty good case study in the seasons that uh, Pavel Dorofiev, Daniil Miramanov, and Maxi Marashev are having this year. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, some of them, you know, uh, having that KHL experience for them uh, um, certainly helps. Uh, you know, one of the top leagues in the world. But uh, every player who's played in uh, both the AHL and KHL will tell you. I mean, they're two very different games. Uh, almost, you know, in some ways, you know, completely different versions of hockey. So uh, the fact that uh, they've been able to come over and, and make this adjustment look. Uh, you know, pretty smooth, I think, all things considered, especially amidst all that uh, change and upheaval and um, the ever-changing lineup and uh, the coaching situation. So, um, yeah, I mean, full credit, I think. Uh, it's this situation where uh, uh, both Henderson and the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, they provide every uh, opportunity, every uh, kind of resource that you need um, in order to succeed. And those players, to their credit, are uh, uh, taking right advantage of it. And uh, um, I think I would say they're probably a little bit ahead of their development curve from uh, where you might expect them to be at this point. Talking to AHL insider Patrick Williams, as we look at a, a bit of a broader view of the, the Pacific as a whole, the Silver Knights just went through what I think is probably going to, we'll, we'll look back at the end of the year and say it was their most challenging stretch of schedule, five mm-hmm. straight against Stockton and Ontario, a time to, to learn about yourselves. Um, did you see anything in, in the games you were able to watch of uh, maybe what, what we might have learned about the Silver Knights going against the, the two top teams in the Pacific right now? Yeah, I mean, two top teams in the Pacific, three out of five uh, on the road, and then uh, Logan Thompson uh, really only a net for two of them. So uh, uh, Yuri Patera uh, came in, and especially that uh, first game against Stockton, I mean, fantastic, kind of out-battled uh, a great young prospect in Dustin Wolf. Uh, uh, it was a loss, but uh, he gave you every chance uh, – you, you would want to have went even you know to win as as a as a goaltender so i think that's to be really encouraging if you're if you're henderson uh looking at the obviously you already you know what logan thompson's uh able to do but now you have a real solid uh option back there in uh, patera a guy who's uh trying to be a little bit slow and coming along because he has been behind uh logan thompson but um i think all things considered i mean when you look at uh what the Silver Knights have been up against and that schedule um, to come out of it with uh, two wins. Uh, I think you'll take it uh, and uh, set yourself yourself up well uh, going into a four-game homestand here. And, uh, you know, right, that's right before things get really, you know, kind of challenging that midpoint of uh, February with the road, uh, road trip that you'll have. It's so interesting to, after seeing both of them in such a tight window, the Stockton Heat and the Ontario Reign have kind of been duking it out for the, the majority of the first half of the season. There's a lot of hockey left, but you have to figure, you know, that the path out of the Pacific goes through one of those two. And you look at Stockton has relied very heavily. Well, I should say relied because they're playing good hockey, but they've benefited greatly from the performance of Dustin Wolf, who's at the top of pretty much all the goaltending mm-hmm. statistics. Um, the scoring, especially since uh, Adam Rzichka left, has been Jacob Pelletier and whoever wants to come along with him. Juxtapose that against Ontario, which is an, a, a dynamo of offensive ability and really hasn't had any sensational goaltending from anyone. I'm, I'm wondering which team is, is scarier right now. I would put my money on Ontario personally. 
I would go with Ontario as well, man. I know, the, know what uh, you're saying about the goaltending, but I mean, Gary Sparks, if uh, he does come back at some point, uh, not too long, uh, sort of would solve that issue, I think. And uh, yeah, It's just the depth and the, and the, the breadth of uh, scoring talent that they have there when everybody's in the lineup. I think that's kind of the key caveat, uh, you know, both for Ontario and really any team in this league. Uh, but um, – yeah, when they do kind of have those weapons there, like Mar- Marty Furk, uh, you know, Anderson Dolan, and so on and so forth. I mean, especially with that blue line that they uh, to have, they have there as well. I mean, that's uh, that's a tough team to be. And I think um, they had that hot start uh, the first ten games or so. They sl- slowed down a little bit. Now they've really uh, started to figure things out again. Uh, you know, right kind of. Uh, uh, right behind Stockton there in the standings. So I think, uh, you know, all, all things considered, uh, uh, my money would be on Ontario. They would not be a team I'd want to face, uh, certainly in the first round, but really, quite frankly, any point in the playoffs because I think they're going to be a, a really tough uh, team to, to knock off uh, you know, come playoff time. I agree. When, when you give up 10 goals in two games to the Ontario Reign and Martin Furk isn't in the equation for either of those <laughs> games, you're going to have to come up with some answers next time you see them, no question. Yeah. We're talking to Patrick Williams, AHL insider. Patrick, the, the the Pacific's gotten more interesting, really, over the last couple of weeks, and it's because, well, it feels rude to say this, but it almost seems under the radar somehow that the Eagles have gone 9-0-1 in their last 10, and Bakersfield, which uh, was scuffling along in the first quarter of the season, they've won 7-10. They're right there smack in the middle again. It's it's become a more crowded battle for that 3-4 spot. Yeah, I mean, Bakersfield... Uh... You know, they've been an interesting group because I've been kind of waiting all season for them to really start to find their stride. And uh, they kind of got caught up uh, with the Edmonton Oilers situation uh, at different points this year. But uh, um, they, they seem to be uh, definitely back. Um, you know, that, that team that we saw last year uh, that uh, had that nice little three game playoff against the Silver Knights. Uh, and um, yeah. I think what's been most impressive is uh, some of this uh, current streak has been with uh, Stuart Skinner up in Edmonton. So yeah. uh, kind of uh, managing to, to get it done uh, despite his loss. Now they have Alex Stalock coming in. Uh, he played his uh, first game uh, this past weekend. Um, didn't look great, but, I mean, I think all things considered, the uh, first game in a year and a half, uh, you have to measure it in, in, that, in those terms. But uh, um, they're, they're going to be a dangerous team, I think, as well. Um, they're – well-balanced, uh, uh, excellent coaching, uh, good veteran depth. Uh, now they are going to lose Adam Cracknell for uh, probably about two, three weeks here uh, with the Olympics. But uh, um, I think when all said and done, um, we're starting to see kind of that separation in the Pacific Division, the top five or so teams. Maybe you could throw Abbotsford in there, uh, kind of pulling away from, from that uh, bottom four. Uh, you know, Abbotsford, San Diego, Tucson. San Jose. So um, I keep waiting for San Diego to uh, make a move, but, uh, you know, still waiting. You mentioned Adam Cracknell going to the uh, the Olympics. Several AHLers are going, and off the very top of my head, I know T- Tyler Watherspoon's another guy who's going for mm-hmm. Canada, but there, there are others. Did you sense largely excitement to go? It's the Olympics. Of course they want to go or they wouldn't be going. But is, is there any hesitancy or concern for players – you know, for the same reasons that the NHL was concerned, the, the ability to get back when it's over. Yeah, you know, if there is, they're not showing it. Uh, everyone I've uh, spoken to, and I've been able to get about half of them so far, uh, between uh, the U.S. team and Canada, 
you know, I was trying to just uh, um, full speed ahead. Uh, Canadian uh, players are over actually in Switzerland right now, so kind of getting a nice little uh, mid-season break, uh, hanging out uh, over there in Davos. Uh, um, but no, there doesn't seem to be um, any concern, you know, in terms of kind of the politics of it or um, certainly the, the potential for, you know, some sort of quarantine if you do uh, test positive. But uh, I guess we'll see. I mean, maybe they're just, uh, you know, at this point uh, kind of in that uh, Olympic um, mindset, right, yeah. you know, where uh, it's just excitement. I mean, these are guys that for the most part, have been scrapping kind of uh, throughout their careers, uh, fighting year to year for contracts and, and positioning. Uh, now they get this opportunity that uh, otherwise would not have come their way. So uh, it's been kind of nothing but excitement. Uh, now maybe once you get over there, um, if, uh, if things go a little bit off track, then, uh, you know, that would be a, a whole other situation. But uh, I do think uh, both uh, in terms of the U.S. and Canada, that they will kind of have those players uh uh, pretty well protected, or at least as much as you can, uh, you know, when you're going over into a different type of situation like that. Well, Patrick, on that note, again, especially with a few NA, uh, AHL guys and, and tenured pros who are headed over there uh, and who ordinarily would not be in the mix for an Olympic spot, again, it's a it's a big opportunity, not just career-wise, but also just, you know, uh, to, to check off your, your lifetime bucket list. Is there anyone you're particularly excited to watch over there? Yeah, uh, I would say Pat Nagel, uh, goalie for the USA, plays for Lehigh Valley this year. Uh, actually, been with uh, Grand Rapids the past several seasons. Um, he, you know, I spoke with him, and he's just uh, kind of uh, you know, over the moon with excitement. Uh, um, he's kind of really your prototypical grinder uh, in this business. Uh, a guy that really, you know, had to battle even to get to the AHL level. Um, so uh, he's psyched. Um, I think I'll be intrigued, though, to see uh, Aaron Ness from the Providence Bruins, uh, mm-hmm. U.S. defenseman, um, with all his skill and his ability to kind of see the ice, move the puck, uh, uh, see how he can uh, kind of do that under a little bit more of an international uh, type of competition uh, where things are a little bit more open, obviously, than what you have here at the American Hockey League. Uh, I think he could really thrive in that uh, type of environment. Uh, so. Uh, those are kind of the two guys I really uh, want to see, and then uh, Adam Cracknell, uh, just for the, you know, he's kind of your 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 classic AHL veteran, the guy that uh, the ageless wonder. Uh, <laughs> yeah, ageless wonder. Uh, you know, for everybody in the thirty and up group, uh, you know, you can kind of uh, uh, feel a little bit better about uh, your age, and uh, um, a guy that just keeps going, and your classic veteran who uh, understands his role, has accepted your, his role, and. Uh, you know, is uh, just uh, happy to still be playing hockey at his age, uh, 37 almost. So, um, just uh, a great story there. A guy who's uh, been grinding for years and years and years. Uh, managed to be a ninth, ninth round pick, which they don't even have that round anymore. Uh, right. Back in uh, that's how you know someone's been around a long time. Right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, back in 2005, and uh, managed to carve out uh, 200 plus NHL games. So. Um, and then obviously a fantastic career in the AHL level. Uh, so this is kind of the, uh, the cherry on top for him in terms of his career achievements. And, uh, we'll see if he can bring home a gold medal. Yeah, for, for our audience, if, if in 2022 you have a chance to watch a former Las Vegas Wrangler in the Olympics, take that opportunity. <laughs> We're with Patrick yeah. Williams. Patrick, before we let you go, we, we, talked, we touched on the West uh, pretty good. 
out east all year long, it's been a Utica Comets conversation. Is it the Utica Comets and then everyone else, or is there anyone you think who can maybe hold a candle to them as the season goes along? Yeah, I mean, they had that, that hot start. Uh, they have kind of come down a little bit. Uh, uh, they're actually somewhere in the range of 500 uh, since then. Um, so um, they banked so many points uh, at the start, though. I would say Rochester, you know, Buffalo Sabres affiliate, kind of the team that I'm keeping an eye on. Uh, they've actually had Utica's number a little bit this year, and mm. um, their team, obviously, the Sabres aren't going to the playoffs, so, um, you know, especially come playoff time, they'll have Jack Quinn back, uh, Peyton Krebs, uh, J.J. Paterka, just yeah. a good young base of prospects. Uh, they, they play a real They kind of remind me of like what, what San Diego was last year. There's a lot of young hot shots on yeah. one AHL roster. Yeah, and well-coached team, uh, and they just have a real good, uh, I guess I would say, spirit about them. Uh, um, having a lot of fun, uh, they, they they play a fun style, and it kind of shows in their, uh, and just in their 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 demeanor. So uh, they're a team I would definitely be wary of. The uh, Hershey Bears as well. Uh, Hershey always seems to find a way. Uh, they've been going through some real difficult lineup issues, but uh, they keep pulling out wins and. Uh, you know, they're a team that's, uh, you know, they're right on the, the cusp of first place in that Atlantic division where there's a bunch of uh, teams jumbled up. So kind of those two teams are the ones that, in addition to Utica, really going to keep an eye on down the stretch. Patrick Williams, AHL Insider, before we let you go, we talked a little bit of uh, the Olympics, so I assume that's part of it. Uh, what are some things that you're working on that our fans should keep an eye out for? Yeah, Olympics, uh, you know, I have a big piece coming up this weekend, uh, uh, AHL Olympians. Uh, it's a fun uh, fun uh, angle to, to really tackle. And players are so willing to, to speak and uh, can kind of really sense the excitement they have. And it's not, you know, the usual, especially at this point in the season, the mid midpoint where players kind of start to wear down. Uh, like for them, this is a, you know, complete uh, kind of second win for them. So uh, really excited to, to do that piece uh, this weekend. We'll be on the lookout for it. Patrick, thank for your time we appreciate it. we'll do this again uh, maybe around the the time for the playoff push we'll check back in absolutely sounds good thank you ahl insider patrick williams we will step aside when we come back we should have silver knights defenseman Derek pouliot uh he's had a pretty significant week uh both on and off the ice we'll discuss when we come back on 12 30 of the game the henderson silver knights radio network this traffic report is brought to you by breaks only mobile service we come to you a note from NDOT, the southbound 15 will be closed tonight starting at 7 p.m. at Tropical Parkway in North Las Vegas. That will be from 7 p.m. tonight until 5 a.m. tomorrow morning. This traffic report was brought to you by Brakes Only Mobile Service. Go to brakesonly.net. Get your brakes done for about half the prices anywhere else from brakesonly.net. Our VIP service team comes right to you. Schedule your brake job now. Go to brakesonly.net. That's brakesonly.net. BreaksOnly.net. Come see why thousands have made the switch to Finley Chevrolet. 215 at South Rainbow. Find new roads. F-I-N-D-L-A-Y. Finley Chevy is a place to buy. Home of the... Chevrolet is Nevada's number one Chevrolet volume dealership. Again, find new roads. Man become preeminent. He's a Oyo Hotel and Casino is quickly becoming a new favorite spot for locals. Our motto is living the good life. 
Oyo Hotel and Casino is the home of 24-7, $2 beers. Oyo Hotel and Casino is also home to the Strip's only $1 blackjack tables, and parking is always free. So whether you're going to a concert, show, or football game, start your night and end your night at Oyo Hotel and Casino. Live the good life at the new Oyo Hotel and Casino, across from the MGM Grand. Good day, Vegas pizza fans. This is your captain speaking, and on behalf of Fly Pie Pizza, we'd like to welcome you on board as we prepare to take off on the tastiest trip ever. That's right, Vegas. Fly Pie Pizza drive through has landed in town on St. Rose and Coronado, and they're open for lunch and dinner. What's Fly Pie Pizza? Fly Pie Pizza is delicious pizza on the fly. Drive through and order your favorite pizza, and they'll serve it up hot and fresh in 150 seconds. Oh, wow, that's really fast. Plan your next lunch or dinner at Fly Pie Pizza on St. Rose and Coronado. Now boarding. Did you purchase full coverage on your auto policy hey full coverage doesn't mean all coverage i'm justin Watkins with battleborn injury lawyers and i deal with clients all the time who are shocked to find out that full coverage means they have to pay for deductibles medical bills or even car payments on a totaled car want to know what's in your policy and what you can do to better protect yourself call battleborn injury lawyers today at 5709000 and we will review it with you for free Call 570-9000. Running a business gets more complicated every year, so you need a trusted advisor in your corner, especially when it comes to your workers' comp program. Pro Group Management has been helping Nevada's self-insured businesses for over 20 years. Whether your business is retail, trucking, building, agriculture, or auto, our team has the expertise to make sure your coverage meets your needs and at a price that fits your budget. Our award-winning team keeps track of all the important regulatory issues that impact your business. We help with safety, compliance, and inspections because that's what you should expect from a trusted business partner. Find out how to have Pro Group Management work for you. Visit our website at pgmnv.com to receive a free cost savings analysis now. That's pgmnv.com or call our Las Vegas office at 702 740 4380 Pro Group Management. Workers' comp that works for you. Okay, grab a pen and a paper because we're going to lay it on you straight up. Everybody wants to know how much a loan from Dollar Loan Center really costs, and it's way less than most people think. Vegas, Reno, Carson City, Pahrump, Laughlin, Fernley. The DLC is everywhere. So check this out. Let's start with a loan of $500 and we'll do the math from there. A $500 loan at Dollar Loan Center costs $2.75 a day in interest. Again, a $500 loan will cost you $2.75 per day in interest. If you need it for a week, $19.25. That's it. No fees to apply, no penalty to pay early, nothing else. Critics want you to think you have to pay back two, three, four times what you borrow, and it's simply not true. Please do your own research. Licensed by the Nevada Financial Institutions Division. Annual percentage rate of 199.99%. For additional cost information, call 866-550-4352. Certain limitations may apply. Loans are subject to approval. Las Vegas has a new destination for sports talk. Introducing the all-new 1230 The Game, part of the Las Vegas Sports Network. Stay up to date on the latest sports stories and the biggest matchups. Listen live anytime at lbsportsnetwork.com. Las Vegas has a new destination for sports talk. It's the all-new 1230 The Game, part of the Las Vegas Sports Network. Listen live anytime at lbsportsnetwork.com. A man become preeminent. He's expected to have enthusiasms. 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 What am I? 
What draws my admiration? What is that which gives me joy? Brian McCormick. Back on HSK today, Brian McCormick here with you as we move along on a Thursday afternoon, and we are joined by Silver Knights defenseman Derek Pouliot on the phone. And, uh, Derek, thanks for making time for us because, well, it's a busy day for you, but it's been a pretty busy week overall. How has it been the last uh, 48 hours since you became a father for the second time? Uh, it's been it's been pretty pretty unbelievable. Uh, my wife and I were were very blessed and very happy and excited to to bring our our second little guy into the world. And um, you know we're we're real happy. It's been uh, not a lot of sleep through the past couple of days, but um, you know we couldn't be happier. Lane Calder Pouliot, born on January the twenty fifth. Now, first of all, that's about uh, what is it now? Uh, nine days after your own birthday, then, or are you afraid you're going to be overshadowed in years to come? Uh, yeah, that's okay. I'll, I'll I'll take the back seat to to uh, to Lane. I mean, I already take one. Take the back seat to to our other guy to Landon. So uh, I'm kind of used to it by now. What is the experience like? And, and I, you and I were working together in San Antonio when when Landon was born. It was right around this time of year as well. Um, what's it like to go through this experience? becoming a father which is life-changing for anyone but also doing it in the middle of the season when any disruption to the schedule is is difficult to uh to adapt to especially one like this yeah um i mean it's it's the best the best thing in the world um you know i i can i can hardly describe it it's it's the, one of the most amazing things that i've you know ever got to experience um and uh you know during it during the season um you know, I guess we we're lucky that we we didn't play till this weekend here. Um, so you know, he came, he picked a a good time when he uh, he wanted to to come into the world, and um, you know, it's been awesome. Tell you, we we have to give uh, props uh, to to your wife as well, Amanda, because the baby was born on Tuesday, and you were at practice on Wednesday. So that has to mean that she just said, "Derek, I've got it from here. Go back to work." Yeah, no, she's been a real trooper. She's been been good um you know and we've been pretty fortunate uh lane's been sleeping pretty well so she's got to get a little bit of rest um you know which kind of you know allowed me to come back to to practice and to uh you know not miss too much time so she's uh i mean she's obviously the mvp um you know the uh she's, she's she does it all Talking to Derek Pouliot, who now has a uh, a young defense pairing of his own, his son Lane joining his son Landon. How is Landon enjoying Big Brother duty these first couple of days? Uh, he's, uh, he's not too thrilled about it right now. Uh, we'll give him a little bit of time here, but um, yeah, no, he'll he'll come around. I think he's kind of he's kind of been the uh, you know the center of attention his whole life, so now he's going to have to have to learn how to share, which is, is good for him. <laughs> I'm told I was the same way. Uh, talking to Derek Pouliot, Derek, it's it's interesting to see you know for yourself. Uh, Sven Berchi is a father, of course, and you guys have known each other for years. But the difference in an AHL locker room between the uh, you know the the 21 year old kid uh, who's just turned pro and you know everything is is fun, and the older players who have a little bit more responsibility, a little bit more grounded. The, the, I think fatherhood exemplifies that when you see. Uh, you know, a player take his kid out on the ice after practice, something like that. Does, does being a father, you know, how does it change you? Um, it gives you a, kind of a whole new perspective on things. Um, you know, you realize, I guess, kind of 
you know, that family is, is the most important thing. And not that I didn't know that before, but it really, really makes you take a step back and, and, you know, think about, I mean, every decision you make, you, you do for, for your kids. And, um, you know, it's, it's, like you said, there is a big difference in age in the locker room. And, you know, these young guys, they come in, they got all this energy, they want to, you know, have fun and, and joke around. And, you know, that's great. I, I love coming to the rink. It kind of, you know, it gives me a little energy because I, I, I uh, think it's hard to come by sometimes. Right. Well, again, the, the, the last couple of nights and uh, probably for a couple of weeks to come, anything that gives you a little energy is going to be welcome because it's, I'm sure, a lot to keep up with on the home front. Um, again, that, that being a significant life change for you and what's been you know a year of that, your first season playing in a, in a new market. Now that we're halfway through the season, uh, how have the first couple of months been for you in, in Henderson and, and getting acclimated? Um, it's been good. Uh, I've really enjoyed my time here. Uh, you know, the staff is great. The organization, um, you know, is phenomenal, top to bottom. Um, you know, they really treat us, treat us first class. Um, you know, it's been, it's been good. Everybody's been very helpful from finding somewhere to live to, you know, anything we need as players and, and you know, our families. Everybody's been, been really helpful and it's been, um, you know, it's been a good, good start to the season. You guys had a pretty significant comeback win in Stockton on Saturday, especially with the uh, the challenging schedule that was the last two weeks against Stockton and Ontario. That was a big third period for you guys. How did you dig down and, and find answers in that third period against one of the best defensive teams in the league? Yeah, we, we did. We really we, we dug in. And, um, you know, I think we just kind of, you know, we realized a little bit that we had to, we had to make the plays and then, you know, play with the puck a little bit. Um, I mean, certainly there's a time to just, you know, get it up and in. And you know, actually, I thought we did a good job of that, too. We, we got the puck behind our D's, um, you know, forechecked well. And then, you know, we created chances off of that. So, um, you know, when, when we're making plays, when they're there, you know, and, and when we're forechecking, getting the puck back, you know, working hard on, on the back check. And when the D's have good gaps and they're doing a good job in the D zone, I mean, you know, we, we look like a, a really good hockey. Derek, I've been doing my best uh, over the last uh, this season to make a real focus of it because I found out I've been costing some guys money. Uh, I don't tell them when they have significant milestones coming until after it's already passed. Uh, but you got AHL assist number one hundred over the weekend in Stockton. Is that a, a cool milestone to hit? Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, um, you know, hundred points in, in any professional leagues, you know, it's uh, you know, it's pretty good. And um, you know, hopefully there's hopefully there's well, that's more where I came from. So it's uh, you know that's a cool milestone. Um, you know I'm glad it uh, glad it could help our team uh, win that game. We're coming up on the All Star break. Uh, no AHL All Star game this season, but you've been involved in a couple of them. Uh, I'm always interested for players, especially players who have taken part in a a real AHL or a real All Star skills competition. What uh, what event do you think is your best if you're put in that kind of situation? Um, I think I've done uh, puck control probably every time I went. Um, you know, it's it's always fun to. I think it's fun to do hardest shot. Um, you know, just to kind of you don't know, get to see how hard you actually shoot it ever. Um, you know, so those those two are fun, and I think everybody dreads the uh, fastest skater because you actually have to warm up and <laughs> kind of be ready to go for that one. I was see, I would have thought that something like puck control relay would be the least fun because that's that's essentially doing a drill. That's that's not a game. Yeah, I mean, it depends, I guess, how the team is, is going. And if you, 
as long as you don't lose the puck, you're okay. Yeah, see, I, I'd be no fun. I'd be the one complaining. But uh, before we let you go, Derek, uh, there is an all-star break coming up for you guys, a couple of uh, days to, to take a deep breath. Uh, any plans for you guys, or, or more likely do you have a lot of family maybe coming to you to see uh, to, to meet Lane? Um, I don't think we have anybody coming in just yet. My parents um, will be, I don't know, maybe two or three weeks or so uh, before they get down here. So it'll just be um, it'll just be us having some family time. Uh, and his mother is here. Um, so it's uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a busy household for us so we're just gonna enjoy it well i'm sure it's busy right now so i'll let you get back to it but i do appreciate you carving out a few minutes for us today, this afternoon and we'll see you this weekend for the games against colorado all right sounds good thanks brian congratulations to derek pouliot who is the uh a father now father of two landon pouliot and now lane pouliot six pounds four ounces and 18 inches born on tuesday afternoon uh adding to the Pouliot household and again congratulations to Derek's wife Amanda as well well before we wrap it up I, I do want to ask Chris you're still with us right we got Chris Chapman on uh, the other side of the glass yeah what's up man yes we do so of course you've been so intricately involved uh, with the the VGK Insider show I'm sure you and Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace talk about this all the time all-star weekend coming that involves so much not just the game and the skills competition the things you see on TV but it's going to be a footprint that's really all over the Vegas Valley in terms of things that fans can do. I, that's going to be so much fun. Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, I, I can't wait. I've I've never uh, been to an NHL All-Star game. I've been to an NBA All-Star game when it was here in Vegas, whatever it was, 10, 12 years ago. But I didn't get to go to the skills competition, and that's kind of what I'm looking forward to the most. But, uh, you know, it's going to be fun. There's going to be things all over the Valley for, for the locals to be involved in and, and check out and you know, I, I, I've heard an opportunity to maybe see the Stanley Cup. Yep, I think, I think Fan Fest for, for the uh, the passers-by, people who maybe don't have a ticket to the event. I've been So I was able to go to the All-Star Game in Columbus in 2015, uh, and I'm sure each one is a little bit different, but Fan Fest was so cool. And, yes, you could see the Stanley Cup. Phil Pritchard was actually there to give uh, a talk uh, with the Stanley Cup and, uh, you know, so much history and, and games, interactive things. So... Uh, that's going to be a really fun opportunity for everyone. So make sure you follow along on uh, the the Golden Knights website, NHL.com. Find out what fun opportunities there are to uh, incorporate yourself with the All-Star Game, whether you have a ticket inside or not. It's going to be a great week for everyone involved. That's going to wrap things up for us on HSK Today. Special thanks to Patrick Williams, AHL Insider, and defenseman Derek Pouliot. Silver Knights get set for two games this weekend against the Colorado Eagles, both at the Orleans Arena. Saturday night's game, a televised game. Darren Elliott will join. That'll do it for us today. I'm Brian McCormick. Thanks for joining us on HSK Today on 1230 of the game, the Henderson Silver Knights Radio Network. All right, Silver Knights fans, it's game time. Hearts are racing, the clock is counting down, and it's time to join the clean energy revolution. It's the last period of the incentives, and Bell Solar and Electrical Systems does not want you to miss out on the 26% tax credit. Absolutely no upfront out-of-pocket costs and the incredible short-term and long-term savings of owning your own power. Voted best in Las Vegas, women-owned and locally operated, Bell Solar and Electrical Systems have the best slap shot in the game when it comes to providing you with the most thorough and rewarding experience. This is JT for Grimaldi's Pizzeria, cold-fired brick oven pizza, a must-have for anyone craving great pizza. Locations at Boca Park, the Palazzo, South Rainbow, and Green Valley. Learn more at GrimaldisPizzeria.com. Meet Lisa. Hello. Lisa's from Sparks, Nevada. She's a wife and a mother. 
She's also a doctorate student in public health and a research assistant at the University of Nevada, Reno. Lisa is a harm reduction outreach advocate in her community. She's also been in recovery from opioid dependency for over 18 years. I struggled with opioid addiction for many years. I was homeless and a methadone patient, but now I'm in recovery and I'm helping others with overdose prevention and harm reduction. She's doing great things in her recovery and you can too. If you or someone you know struggles with opioid addiction, help is available. To start your journey to recovery, visit cssnv.org substance abuse. Find the courage to fight your addiction to opioids. We can help. This message funded by a grant through the Nevada Department of Health and Human Services aired in cooperation with the Nevada Broadcasters Association and this station. The Henderson Silver Knights get to spend the weekend at the Orleans Arena. So guess who they decided to invite in to play some hockey? If you guess the Colorado Eagles, the AHL affiliate of the Colorado Avalanche, you are correct. Hockey is here, and it's brought to you by the Pass Casino. All the table games you could want, amazing Italian food, great hockey drink specials, and even looser slots than before. Come see us anytime. It's payback time at the Pass. Jaguar Land Rover Las Vegas, in addition to having an excellent selection of certified pre-owned Land Rovers and Jaguars, we currently have a great selection of late model, low mile used vehicles available for immediate delivery, many under factory warranty. Hi, this is Ray Denardi, and this means that we have vehicles for virtually every budget and lifestyle. Visit us today at 6425 Roy Horn Way or online at jlrlv.com. JT, and I've been checking in with Sam and Ash Injury Law, and the JT, the Brick listeners, are calling their office and happy that you're reaching out for help. If you call our office, we know it's important to you. And if it's important to you, it's important to us. Knowing how to take care of accident victims goes far beyond knowledge of the law. It's about heart. Calling other lawyers, they just don't compare to Sam and Ash Injury Law. They are in this town for this town. Nevada's very own Sam and Ash Injury Law, because you deserve what's right. 702-820-1234. SamandAshLaw.com. Brakes Only Mobile Services Shop is where you are. But if it ain't broke, we don't want to fix it. Brakes Only will fix brakes on domestic and foreign cars, medium and heavy-duty trucks, and business fleets. Tires? Nope. Oil changes? Nope. We service brakes only. Call 888-493-3666 to set up your brake job now. Or visit us at brakesonly.net. We do not service bicycles, rollerblades, or construction equipment, as we could be crushed and would be you to blame. We take cash, credit, Venmo, and Zelle. Tips and gift cards, prepaid cards, thank you cards with gift certificates to fast food joints or restaurants. We are ADA approved since we come to your place. We love pets and they may choose us over you. Juice boxes are our favorites. We will buy no you car before it's time we will pay the top money because we know exactly what we're doing at give me the vin.com we've bought a billion dollars with a b of used cars from you guys in 2021 already because this used car market's on fire a billion dollars in volume we're paying so much it's scary only at give me the vin.com sell us your car give me the vin.com so easy you can Hockey is a passionate sport, and it's not surprising that Sam and Ash Injury Law has been named the official injury attorneys of the Henderson Silver Knights. Both leave nothing on the table in their drive for success. Sam and Ash Injury Law, they care, they help you win. Official injury attorneys of the Henderson Silver Knights. If you've been hurt, call 702-820-1234 or visit samandashlaw.com because you deserve what's right. Hey there, sports fans. Come visit one of our bars down at the Pass Casino on Water Street. It's a great spot to watch hockey games or any sporting event. There isn't a better spot to watch sports, play some bets, play your favorite games, and eat amazing Italian food. 
To show how much we appreciate all of you playing down here at the Pass Casino, we're going to be having awesome sports giveaways all season long. We can't wait for you to come play with us. Come check out our newly linked players clubs, which links us to our sister property, the Railroad Pass. So remember, it pays to play at the Pass. When thinking of signs and graphics, from unique projects to everyday displays and wraps, let Quick Change Displays years of craftsmanship create the ultimate customer experience, bringing your vision to reality. That's QC 